Welcome back to Jeremiah Wonders. Thank you so much for viewing, listening, however you are consuming this podcast. A great way to support the show is by getting some merch over at jeremiahwonders.com. Have you gotten the Kill Tony 2020 band calendar yet? Wow. Look at this thing. Some of your favorite characters all in one spot. Get back. Mr. Fumna. It's your pal Skeeta from the island. Brah, brah. And many more. Get it at jeremiahwonders.com as well as this awesome bison t-shirt. You know what that joke is all about if you listen to Kill Tony or if you listen to any of the Jeremiah Wonders roadcasts. My guest is Mark Norman today, fresh off of The Tonight Show and The Joe Rogan Experience. Very excited to have him on. He will be on very shortly. Got to get through a couple announcements. I want to thank Speedweed, the amazing company who allows me to record here and helps produce this podcast. Check them out at Speedweed on Twitter, Marijuana Delivery Service, and my buddy at Gage Tiharina, who produces this podcast with me. The Beast, look him up. Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon. Also, they have Gray Block Pizza in Santa Monica. And also, Caveman Coffee Co., our buddy Tate Fletcher's over there. They make great coffee. Look them up as well. I'm on tour currently with Kill Tony and Stand Up. Check us out. Coming up in Dallas, San Francisco, Sacramento, and Australia. Get your tickets at TonyHinchcliffe.com. Keep sending in your kindness challenge letters. I love reading them. Send them to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. And a big shout out to Jeffrey Miles for winning the logo design competition that you can now see featured on our channel and on my Instagram and this YouTube page. Thank you so much for listening and watching the show. And without further ado, please welcome my pal, all the way from New York City, Mark Normand on Jeremiah Wonders. We're starting any time now. <laughs> Are you using this as well, or is this all me? That's all you. All right, I'm going to pull a little closer. Pull a little closer to you. Get comfortable. All right, I will. I've been trying my whole life. Can't get comfortable. There we are. Oh, oh watch me do a little extends. Do great some for, extends. Great for boners. Yeah. You can get extends it's at fucking 7-Eleven. Can you really? Yeah, yeah. So if you ever have a boner problem, Gage, uh, feel free to get that. Uh, <laughs> feel free to get that extends. Uh, well, we just started the show because I definitely want that to be the beginning oh, of, uh, there of you the go. show. Uh, Mark making fun of our producer Gage uh, and his impotency problems. <laughs> hey, I had a problem. I have a problem where if I like the girl, I can't get it up. Really? Yeah. If I if I really truly have a crush and like her and connect. I can't get it up, but if I if it's some random scallywag, I'm hard as a rock. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I guess I got connection issues. Wow. So if you're truly in love with a girl and it gets to that moment, you're like, ah. Yeah. Oh, nothing. It means I really like you. It, don't don't take exactly. it the wrong way. <laughs> so it's a mixed message for the whore, you know, because she's like, what the hell? I thought you liked me. I'm like, I do. That's why I'm a squishy accordion down there. <laughs> <laughs> a squishy what a uh, yeah a jellyfish attached to <laughs> yeah i guess they're all squishy to, yeah they're all they're all squishy it's a little redundant uh when was the last time you got a boner pill <sighs> boner pill mm -hmm. i think it's a boner bill a boner bill uh, when was the last time you had a boner bill <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh bill i think that was a clinton interview um yeah gee i had one i jerked off before i came here did you really oh but you said pill uh, uh i haven't uh, it's been a while you had awaken you had awaken jake I went out, got breakfast, I hated myself, and then I rubbed one out because there's so many skanks in this town. Beautiful, beautiful gash all over the sunset. 
Boulevard. It's bananas out there. I mean, yeah, it is. It's great. I mean, New York, obviously. I live in New York, and there's a lot of lot of lovely, uh, lovely femininas. But in L.A., it's like lights out. Well, they 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 dress way differently here. I noticed from when I visit New York is uh, you guys have like a true like business district where you're sure. like, oh, these are women. Oh yeah, their pantsuit. Dre- their pantsuits. Their 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 dresses like all the way down like past the knee, mm-hmm. like with like boots and everything, oh, dress yeah. for winter, really professional. And it's like uh, attractive in a very different way. And then you get out here in LA and it's just like no clothing. Yes. The short shorts, yeah. the cutoffs, the tiny tee. It's uh, it's cuckoo. And, I, and I'm not <laughs> complaining. They're, they're just out there. I, I'd hate to be a father. Yeah. You know, a lot of disappointments running around here out in LA. Isn't that weird? When you're a dad and you have a daughter, you're just making someone that other people get to fuck. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, and, and then they have a kid. <laughs> I mean, they do other things as well, but basically, if you boil it all down, that their men are just sexes, jizz, and ladies are just holes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> This is all getting out of hand. I'd say we're both we're both objects. The 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 thing that I'm trying to say is that if you're a lady, uh, you just get dumped in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could pull out. Yeah. But you yeah. could dump in also. Yeah. yeah. Good point. It's true. So, but I'm not saying I don't want to say that women are just holes. Obviously, they're not just holes. No, they have their their brains with holes. Yes. They're, they're <laughs> and we have holes as well. Yeah, I got we have, a, I got we have a big, many holes. Big uh, balloon knot back there. Oh, really? Oh, it's a mess yeah. back there, huh? Oh, with the hair and the dingleberry. I'm a I'm all over the road. Sorry, I'm hungover and gay. No, I no, I love what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, you know what? I did the Rogan pod. You got to be kind of like. You got to be on and 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 ready and talk about anything and open for anything. But here, I can just be me more. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, it's funny. I have a lot of comics come on the show. They're like, "What is this show exactly?" I'm like, "Whatever, like normal, conventional interview show that you're used to. Throw that right uh, out." I love it. I hate convention. Right? I used to live in a convent. Really? No. I'm no. Joking. Of course not. Nuns. That would be. God, what an idiot. Nuns are so stupid. <laughs> You're, you're wasting your whole existence on some fake deity? Blow me, penguin. <laughs> Did you just say blow me to a nun? Yeah, yeah, they could use a, like a little excitement. Oh, no, one of the sisters is calling into the show right now. Uh-oh. Excuse me, is this, is this Mr. Norman? This is he. Yes, uh, did you just say blow me to the nuns? Yeah, yeah, come on, take off that habit and uh, suck on this crucifix, crucifix. Okay, I don't appreciate your wordplay with, uh, you know, <laughs> with Jesus Christ. I don't think it's funny whatsoever. And I think you may be burning in hell very soon there. I'm sure I will be, but in the meantime, get a little communion wafer in you. What do you mean by communion wafer? I did it uh, earlier in the week. I, yes, I took communion. What do you mean by that? You know, put uh, put me in your mouth. A little holy water will do you good. Swallow it, you fucking douche. Did you just call me a douche? My name is Sister Agnes. I've been with the church for 47 years, okay? I gave my life over to Jesus Christ, and I don't appreciate you. You're making a mockery out of my religion. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You gave your life away to some fake book. Come on, you retard. Let's get kooky. You just called me a retard. I am a nun. I I am a sister of the Lord, and I don't appreciate you throwing these slurs my way. Well, hey, how about you forgive me, skank? Okay. I, I will forgive you. I'm going to forgive you so hard, you have no idea. Yeah. Bring it, bitch. 
Bring I, the paddle. You are really making me, me, me channel my inner goodness right now and remembering what the Lord told me to do is to forgive. Turn the other cheek. Yes, yeah, let's see that cheek. Okay, you don't have to take everything I say and make it sexual, okay? Sorry, sorry. Uh, praise Allah. Uh, that's a different religion altogether. Well, how come that one's no good, but yours is good? Doesn't well, that feel a little uh, biased? I mean, uh, we just feel that ours is the correct one, yes. Mm, the correct one. Ooh, I don't know. That's uh, fighting words. You're going to have a, a, an ISIS coming through here in a minute. Okay, well, uh, uh, peace be with you, and uh, I hope that you find the Lord. And also with you. Wow, you, uh, you really triggered... Uh a collective body of the Catholic church, uh, with statements. One of the things on the show, uh, I don't uh, know if you know this, but, uh, it has a pretty wide reach. It's very similar to the Joe Rogan experience oh, shit. where, you know, a lot of different people listen to it and uh -huh. anybody can call in at any moment. So you might, you know, you might want to keep that in mind, uh, right. the, the, depending on, you know, who you, you know, maybe you might want somebody calling into the show or, you know, maybe not like what just happened. Well, maybe a priest will hear it and, uh, pull his dong out of that kid. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm having, having the, are the cameras on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know the cameras were on. Oh, Mark, we actually started a while ago. Oh, I thought we were just dicking around. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I actually, uh, whenever I invite uh, people to hang out, I, uh, I'm i like, just put on these headphones. I never tell them they're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw these on just Whoa. for a little anonymity. Hey, uh, I just want to say, uh, I don't know what just happened, uh, but... You put on sunglasses and you started looking really cool all Ooh, of a sudden. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're doing a lot of finger guns for those audio listeners out there. Yes, you got that right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel like if I was blind, you know, the sunglasses is perk. Mm -hmm. You get to wear them inside and it's it's um, allowable. What do you call it? It's, it's okay. Not, it's not looked down upon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Larry David once said, uh, the only people who wear sunglasses inside are blind people and assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today I'll be the asshole. Do you watch? Uh, you watch Curb? Uh, he's my hero, Larry David. Oh yeah, number one fa favorite. I love him. I love his stuff. Uh, his show. His his act. His. I love Seinfeld. I love his whole sexy demeanor. Uh, so I was at a, uh, a Hollywood party, and uh, my wife was with me, and she just goes. She comes up to me. She goes, "I just met LD." What? And I go, and I go like it, it like. I didn't know, like, in the context of who she was talking about, because she, he's only referred it to LD in his show. Sure. And I go, LD, what are you talking about? She goes, Larry David. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Wow. It was one of those, like, comedian parties where, like, random, like, yeah. huge comics were showing up. And I was like, oh, this is this is wild. Wow, crazy. He's still, you know, he's like 79 or whatever, or 72. It's crazy. He's still going to parties. Oh, Yeah. That is wacky. I mean, dude, he's got to find material to have problems with things, uh, right? Yeah, I guess you got. He always says you got to get out of the house. You got to get out of the house. And I think he's single now, so he's probably uh, he's on the prowl, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I met him once at uh, Amy Schumer's wedding. I didn't really. We said hello. She introduced me, but he was like ten feet away, and we did like a, a hello One wave. Of these. Yeah. yeah, and I could just tell he was cool and funny and. When I pulled up to the wedding, they had they had made you get in line in your car to like park, and he was behind me, and I saw him in my rearview mirror, and him and the valet were like going at it through the window, and I was like, I'm watching a curb app right behind me. This is unreal. He's my hero. He's ten feet away from me. Was he? Does he drive that BMW still? The like the uh, the mini kind of. Uh... He had a Prius when I saw him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Which is also on the show. Also, yeah. Had... Everybody's got, you come to LA, you get a Prius, uh, a, a Tesla. Yeah, a Tesla. That's huge right now. That's true, yeah. 
It's kooky, and then everybody gets everybody just starts working for Uber eventually. There's this uh, there's since you love Curb so much. Uh, there's this uh, infamous story at the Comedy Store uh, mm. where Jeff Garland brought his new car in to the Comedy Store, and he was telling one of the lot guys like, "Hey, don't scratch my car, okay?" Yeah. And then like he gets out, and then he starts seeing the movie. He goes, "You know what? I got it. Uh-huh. It's fine. I'll, let me let me move it." And I guess he backed up and. <sighs> He did it to himself, oh. and you just see him inside hitting oh, that's his steering wheel. Gold. I mean, it's perfect. It's wow. like literally a Curb episode. It really is, and uh, that might be the funniest thing he's ever done. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jeff. He gets it. But that's that's uh, too bad you can't do that on stage. Yeah, right? But I'm sure he ranted about it. He's oh, kind of off-the-cuff sure. guy. He has no real he's, material. He's very off-the-cuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen him uh, a bunch of times, and he'll have a couple kind of loose bits, but it's mostly riffing with the crowd yeah 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 very ranty i could never do that i could never go waste i don't want to say waste people's time because people really he's a he's a celebrity but like i saw a guy on stage the other day just going like man i really miss my dad i'll tell you that i'm like you think we give a fuck you got to make this funny i have none of that in me i have such low self-esteem i'm like i gotta these people are paying they got a babysitter we gotta bring the heat here yeah i don't have any of that confidence of like i'm just gonna Riff it up and talk about my day and pontificate. What are you kidding? Come on, you homo. Let's go. Tap dance. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got. I mean, this is entertainment. People got a valet for this. It's true. You yeah, but, for that's but that's I yeah. also have issues with that shit. What? But you you're know. but but you've done I will say you've done my show stand up on the spot and yes. you were fantastic at it. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. That was a hot show, by the way. It was fun. I wish I had filmed that. Gah! But uh, that was a, that's, I, I'm on my feet. I'm, I'm fucking freaking out the whole time. Like, keep being funny. Say something else. You know, yeah. I, I want it to go well. And a lot of, I don't get those people go, what else is going on? Don't you hate those comics who go on stage uh, yeah. and they go, what do I want to talk oh, about? Oh, no. Yeah. They go, what else? What else? Yeah. You knew about this all day. We didn't, uh, you didn't get Cosby'd and then we put you in a burlap sack and then threw you on the stage. Like, whoa, where am I? Huh? Like, you had nine hours to think about this. Yeah. I have an issue. I mean, some, some, it, some of it is people's style. I guess uh, when they do the notebook thing, but I'm I'm not a fan of that. At no, all. no, no, it's I'm phony. Like, I'm like, do a show. You're, yes. Like like you're like I'm all about the performance. Like I if I riff, I have a I have a direction in mind. It's never right, like right. it's never like well, what should I talk about? It's like no, I I know exactly what I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to try to mine that for as much as I can and get to. No, you're I've seen you. You're burning calories up there. You're pulling people. <laughs> you're singing. You're dancing. You're shucking. You're driving. You're doing voices. The whole thing. The whole thing. And oh. that, and I, as a comic, I appreciate. it. I'm like that guy's working. Trying, trying. Yeah, yeah. We all like it. So you, uh, so you said you're a huge uh, L- LD fan. Love so the LD. I mean. A lot of people are, are wondering, they're curious, because uh, recently, mm-hmm. and I was very excited, I'll tell you my point of view, when I saw the clip that you posted about Seinfeld uh, mentioning you. Oh, as, uh, the Mets game. Yeah, the Mets game. Unbelievable. Uh, I literally was like sitting, I was like at my office desk chair, and I was like uh, scrolling in between, like doing some writing or something, and uh, I that video popped up, I was like, what is, what's... What's Mark posting about today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I started watching it because your caption was, it wasn't like too like, I can't believe this. Ha-, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, this cool thing happened. Right, right. It was like a subtle thing. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? And yeah. then uh, basically, uh, if you don't know, Seinfeld uh, was asked like, uh, who are some of his favorite up and coming comics? And he said, there's a guy named Mark Normand 
who he hasn't broken through yet, but I think he's going to be huge. And uh, he's uh, my favorite guy right now. Meant the world to me. And uh, it's it's got to be one of those things that's so surreal because me... Completely. Me experiencing it from your friend on an opposite coast, I was just like, yes, one of the guys is getting the oh, recognition thanks. they deserve. You thanks. know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, yeah. man. And, you know, we could talk about Netflix specials and HBO all day or getting your own TV show, which would be huge. But this is such a specific personal gift to me. Yeah. That like, And my friend Joe List put it well. He's like, the beauty of this is they can't take it away from you. You know, like this is on video for the whole world to see, recorded. I can put it on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, which I did. But it's just right there, and I can listen to it anytime I want. And it's so funny because I was trying to sell something, and they were like, well, you know, my agents were like, you know, we got to get some clips of, of big comics like Amy Schumer and Michael Che and Michelle Wolf. how much they like you. I'm like, well, what about that? And they're like, well, could you get Seinfeld to email Netflix? I'm like, what about the video? Yeah, Why what are you talking isn't about? Isn't that enough, you cunts? Like, yeah. what more do you need? These industry quacks are such queefs. I hate them. <laughs> They're clueless. The quacks are queefs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to quit. <laughs> These twats. When they, when they quip at me. They know nothing. Go, get, get Seinfeld email. What Email? Th- this is better. This is him as saying it randomly, like uh, on a whim. It's not like we asked him to, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, sorry. I went off on a thing there, but. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was it was uh, pretty mind-blowing, and it was actually something like your mom cared. My mom was like, wow, this is, and my mom doesn't give a shit about anything. So, like. Dude, my mom cared about it, too. <laughs> she she actually called me. She's like, Bobby, did you? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you hear about Norman? <laughs> but it just shows that, like, it's all comics. Comics, are, you know, Tony will help you out, or whoever, Rogan. It's all comics who have to, like, step in and, and fight for each other. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way we all, like, kind of yeah. rise. Yeah, yeah like totally. That. That's true, because the industry, it's just a finance guy in comedy, mm-hmm. you know? He doesn't know what they all go, oh, I love Pryor. No, nah, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> Give me one bit. Right. You like him because it's popular exactly, to like him. Exactly. And then they all love Louie, but then when Louie goes to hell, they all go, I never liked him. So it's like, what are you, you got your spineless. You got you, you stand for nothing. Well, well, that, well, that's the thing about like some of the Louie stuff is like people, like after he, uh, after what happened... Some people were trying to knock on his comedy. I'm like, what <laughs> know, are you talking about? I, I hate because then you're like, okay, well now everything you say is is nothing now. Yeah, and it's all conditional, like a dandelion blowing right, in the wind. Like, right. oh, okay, if it blows this direction, then that's the way you're gonna follow. Yes, I'm a big fan, or I don't know what the word is, but I hate trends. I hate like I've dressed and had the same look since I was eight. You know what I mean? I got uh, special need shoes. I got a t-shirt on, a light jacket, a jizz-stained jean, and I got shit in my underwear. And it's the sa- I, I don't care. Like, oh, this is hip. I mean, you know, you get a little of this, a little of that here and there. But, like, you know those those hot ladies who wear those clunky white shoes or, like, big chunky yeah. fila? Those shoes look fucking stupid but you're only wearing them because they're in and then in two weeks they won't be in so you spent six grand on these retard clogs and now you like you have to just be that are you that uh bankrupt interesting wise that you have to buy these shoes to like show hey I'm, I'm with it i'm not out to lunch i'm here folks i know what's going on you don't know what's going on make your own shit be yourself create something instead of just oh, i'll just go that's what we're doing that's cool. People like that. All right, all right, I'll do it. So that just shows if you're willing to wear those ridiculous 
shoes, that means you're willing to go with some ridiculous fad of the time, which is, uh, let's uh, ruin this guy's career. Oh, we all hate him? Okay, so you're willing to just go with the flow? It's it's sheep bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, all I can think from, like, uh, I, I was thinking a viewer might stumble upon, like, what if they clicked forward in the episode and they just see that section they're like man this blind guy has a lot of opinions <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is just the lights are bright and the, the vodka is really piercing my brain <laughs> really kicking in yeah well coffee's open you are gonna love this next segment it's a newer fan favorite uh segment of the show uh and i didn't tell you about it quite yet because i want you to be genuinely into it this segment is called wig Kristen. nope oh the actual wig oh okay. stagehand Stagehand. Oh, look at that. Uh, Thank you. A hairy box. All right. Yes. Your favorite, a hairy box. Yeah. Now, in this box is an assortment of wigs, okay? Now, you're going to pick one for me to put on. Okay. And I'm going to pick one for you to put on. Oh. And then we're going we're gonna to figure out who these people are. Okay. Okay. Like like a celebrity, or are we going to just make up we're a gonna, human being? We're going to make up a human being. All if right. it turns into a celebrity, that's fine, too. But... All right. So I kind of want you. I have one picked out for you. Okay. That I think will be fun. I kind of want to see this. I kind of want to see what you look like in this. I don't know what that is. This is a beard. Oh, that's like a ZZ top. Yeah. Got it. I'm more of a ZZ bottom. Hey. Ho ho. All right. So this is you. And beard is optional. If you want to throw that on the beard, too. I'm too lazy. But right. If you want me to do it, I'll do it. But uh, you got to unpack it and semen. This is good. This is already This is already good. <laughs> huh? Huh? Okay. Which one uh, Which one would you like me to put on? I want you to put on the uh, sexy black short one there. This one right here? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Short black, cool. like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Where does that come from, by the way? What's that? You sign off. I've seen you sign off, and you actually just did it on the Tonight Show. Oh yeah, which was really fun. Thank you. You said, uh, "I'm Kevin Hart. Good night." Yeah, something like that. They hate it, by the way. But do they? Well, for me, it was two things. One, I would bomb so much that I would get annoyed with the crowd and be like, "Oh, you guys don't get me." So I was like, "Ah, I'm just gonna say a random name after. I'm not gonna say my own name," and it just kind of stuck. And two, it's kind of a joke. So why not get as many jokes in as you can? So I'll get a joke in on my sign off. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. That's all it is. Like, how, if we can get more uh, zingers in there, let's do it. Yeah, more hahas. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was a. La- that's more of a dude wig, I guess. Yeah. I thought it was like a hot lady, like Bob, oh, like a Bob. Yeah. No, this is more of like a Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think who you look like. Yeah. Maybe Adrian Brody a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A little bit. All right. A little bit. Who do I look like? Okay. Okay, this guy, let's see. I think that this guy is the kind of guy who is holding on to his youth. Mm. Okay? A la David Spade. <laughs> Could be that. All right. Could be that. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. It can be. Yeah. Um, I think that this guy is a uh, a video game tester. Oh, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah, I am a virgin. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think this guy is a video game tester. He's holding on to his youth. And uh, he hasn't had sex in 
seven years. Wow. Okay. That's that's what I'm getting from this guy right here. He's okay. trying real hard though. All right. All right. All right. Now, and uh, now what do I? Now what? What? Do, what does this vibe give you? This? This? This do? I also want to add that I'm, I'm in a cover band. I'm in a, a, a Matchbox Twenty cover band. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's I love called that. Zippo Nineteen. Zippo Nineteen. Yeah, great. And, okay, so you. Okay. You look like a Lyft driver mm-hmm. who also works at uh, the Hollywood Bowl tearing tickets. Um, okay. And you love K-pop for some reason. You got a weird guilty pleasure about K-pop. You know Korean pop. Yo, no, I'm. Okay. Uh, no, I love it. And uh, you love. Subway sandwiches. You can't get enough of that foot long. Okay. And you're questioning your sexuality. <laughs> okay. You're curious. You, okay. you might be bi. You're, you've jerked off to Ryan Gosling, but uh, you've never actually had a gay experience. Okay, great. Perfect. So, uh, And this, you're a crier. This is... John Cryer. <laughs> okay, so this is the situation. You said I'm a Lyft driver. Uh, I'm picking you up to... Uh, actually, you're headed to... A video game convention. You're, right. you're about to review some of the newest uh, uh, video games, and I'm uh, I'm a little bit of a too talkative of a Lyft driver. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh boy. <clears throat> now they have the small talk option. I saw that. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. I like to think my bit did. I had a bit about it, and now then it happened. Then it happened. So, but yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Coffee. Um. <clears throat> Hi. Uh. Is this for um? Is this for Reginald? Uh, you got that right, bitch. Reggie here. Reginald's my father. You'd like to go by Reginald? Okay. Reggie. Reggie. Sorry. Yes. yes. Reggie. Thank you. Okay. So where you? Uh, I see the address. Well, where, where, where are you headed today, huh? Uh, heading to the old video game convention. Hmm. Yeah, the new Red Dead Call of Duty Redemption is out. Oh, I've I've heard of that. Halo. I've heard of that. that sounds, Fortnite. That sounds kind of. Intriguing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a doozy. I already got carpal tunnel, and uh, yeah, I'm going to die alone. <laughs> My grandma had carpal tunnel. I'm sorry. Um, oh, sorry. <sighs> so, well, you know, she's old. Hey, what kind of music would you like me to, 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 to put on? You look like you're in a band. You got it right. Yeah, I'm in uh, Zippo 19. What uh, What is that? It's a Matchbox 20 cover band. Thank you very much. You, I mean, not to put you on the spot, would you, would you mind maybe... Singing uh, sure. one of your cover songs, and you're gone, baby. I need to come home. That's all. I says a little bit in me and a lot of jizz in you. Wow, Something like that. Wow, you you sound a lot like them. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, they've actually uh, contacted us and threatened to sue. No, so oh, they're aware of us. Oh wow, Sippo Nineteen is really making the. Now I, I'm curious. Sorry, I, I keep uh, looking at you in my rearview mirror. No problem, Clark. Uh, you know, if you um, you said you did. Did you say what you're going to this video game uh, center for? Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna test it out. They they yeah. hire me because I'm such a good player. How, how do you? Oh, you're a player. Oh, I'm a player, baby. You're a, you're a bad boy. Yes, yes. I've got diarrhea. Uh, I don't know what that meant, but yeah, going to the uh, video game, and I, I they they gotta call me in to you know test it out, and I can always beat any game. Well, what's the test to know if you're good or bad? Well, I mean, I can you put it on easy, medium, 
Rock hard. I will beat that game. Oh, senseless every time. Tell me what you're going to do to that game. I'm going to beat the meat. Oh. Choke it. Spank oh. it. Twist it. Tweak it. Turn it. Rock oh. it. Sock it. Bop it. Bop it. Whew. Remember Bop It? What was that thing uh, with the foot on your foot? Skip it. Remember Skip It? Skip oh, it. Of course skip I do. Skip it. Yeah. All right, sorry. Uh, well, it looks, like, it looks like uh, we've arrived. That was quick, man. That was the quickest uh, ride to San Diego ever. Well, um, I guess this is goodbye. Would, would you care if I took down your information? Sure. Why don't you uh, I call my pants my information? Why don't you take them down? You want me to blow you in this lift right now? Yes. I've never done anything like this I'll before. give you a lift. Oh, I don't boy. know if I can go through with this, but I've always you can do it kind of hard. questioned whether or not that... Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Thank you. Five stars. Okay. Um, Just a tip. Here, here we go. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're really good at it for a guy who pretends he's not a homosexual. Are those good? Yeah. Get this guy a cup. He can spit in. Thank you. Thank you. Well, is it supposed to to happen that fast? No, I'm just a real loser. Okay. Well, uh, uh, leave me your number, or I guess the. Oh no! I'll never. Hopefully, never see you again. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, Clark. Hey. Hey. All right. That That's all right. It ended good. with a lift blowjob. Yeah, I got hard. Well, that was wig, everybody. Yeah, wig. Love a wig. Love a wig. Oh. Oh. Nice. All right. Every good improv scenes ends with a blowjob. Oh, well, you'd hope. Right? I think that's why Mad TV got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Isn't man. It crazy how much, like, Artie Lang used to be on that. Now he's uh, out of rehab with a weird nose. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's kind of weird to see, it honestly, is. because like I I knew him and you knew him before. It was like looking so different. I, he looks so. Like it a looks person. Com- and he lost a ton of weight. A ton of weight. Yeah. I mean, good for him. I think he's he's like uh, he's clean for the moment, right? Yeah. I, well, you know, you hope. Yeah. But it's just a, it's a good life lesson. Like this guy's on top of the world with Howard Stern. Just got plucked to be on the biggest radio show of all time. Now he's selling out Carnegie Hall. He's on the road. He's killing it. He's a millionaire. And then you gotta sustain. You gotta. That's why it's scary to go straight up. You gotta like just trickle I by. Oh, yeah. Anytime there's sudden spikes, it's always scary. Always, yeah. E- even though it's just like you know, we'll see some friends who get those spikes and sure. right, good for them. But it's like I think it's also a little har- more harder on their psyche oh for sure yeah because all of a sudden you're thrown into this like success where you're like i've been struggling for so long and now it's the opposite like right. what, what's like rather than like okay i booked a little part on this thing mm. okay i got a little momentum going with yep. my stand-up yeah and i think it's a healthy your life has to have some kind of goal or else you just kind of you, you you malfunction a little bit yeah because if you don't if you're not specific with what Right. You're wanting to know what you want to do with your career. Then if you start getting fame or whatever, then you're like, oh, what am I even famous for? Exactly. It's like when people go, Bieber's such a piece of shit. This 19-year-old dweeb is all over. He's running around in a Ferrari and doing ket- ketamine and all. And you're like, what are you kidding? This guy's got $8 billion. He's you know young and he could bang any uh, 
cooch on the planet, I would have been way worse. He's nothing compared to what I would, we would have done, or me at least, you know? Yeah. I would be climbing the clock tower with a prostitute under my arm and a, and a bag of heroin on the other. You know, like, why not? Because you, 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 you get numb. You got to keep getting, keep hitting higher, you know, just to feel something. Yeah. Because no matter, I think no matter how, you know, successful you are, like, if you are a true stand up comedian, like, every set still matters to a point. Like, oh, it's, completely. it's going to be like, even if you're a millionaire upon millionaire, like, if you have a bad set, you're still going to be like, oh, I need to be better. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? know, I know. And you, that's the great thing about stand up is it's never done. I know it's you, never done. You can even do the special of the year, best special. Oh, now you got to write. But right one. after that, like, hey, but what's next? Exactly. It's like, yeah, it's tough, but it's also it's like the Sisyphus. You're just pushing that. I have syphilis. You're pushing that uh, ball up the hill, the boulder, and then it rolls down. You push it up again. That's life. <laughs> I like to think of uh, of a guy who's subliminally trying to tell a woman like through <laughs> through through different like teachings, like like how many diseases and stuff he has, right? <laughs> like like under his breath. So uh, so so yeah, it's a beautiful. Hey, I just wanted to come by and meet you. I'm your new neighbor, and uh, I touch kids, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to bring you these cookies. And right. would you sign this real quick? And <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, subliminal is the way to go, folks. Subliminal. It's a tough word. Good band, Sublime. Remember them? Yeah, of course. I was into I'm gonna them. I'm going to take a wig hair off your Oh, uh, thank you. your headphone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Sublime. Uh What do you Yeah, what bands did you grow up like? Cuz somebody told me that uh you were um you're a skateboarder growing up. I was up. a bit. That was my whole life. I was obsessed. Really? I, I would hang out at the skate shop and all my friends. We would skate from like 9 a.m. to fucking midnight every day. What uh what was how how far did you get with like like skill level? We got pretty good. I mean, uh, I was doing 360 flips downstairs. Really? And, I mean, if you do it all day, every day, this is kind of pre-internet. So kids, would you, you just got out of the house, you know? Yeah. And I have so much footage of me doing all these things that I would love to post, but all the VHS tapes got ruined in Katrina. So it's oh, all gone. Oh, man. Yeah, my friend's house got flooded and everything was fucked. But, man, I would kill to see like a 13-year-old me fucking backside flipping down a... a a four stair. I had a, a similar story happen with my uncle, uh, but it wasn't Katrina, uh -oh. and it was just a basement flood that happened in Kansas where it ruined his Playboy and comic book collection. Oh, that's he had he had like every Playboy, uh, like in mint condition. Well, probably not in mint condition. Probably sticky. a few stains here and there. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. But uh, there was tons of original. Batman and Superman oh, comics. Oh no, dude! Uh, I have one that he's like, yeah, you can just have it now. It's has so much water damage on it, ah, you know. Brutal, man. Yeah, so he had like stacks of like pristine comics from back in the day, and it was just like a basement flood that happened. That you know, so yeah, I'm trying to compare uh, my uncle's basement flood to Katrina. Wow, well, hey, it's all <laughs> water damage, you know. That's, right? Isn't that funny? How oh, this is gonna be? This is me, the booze talking, but. Things in the world really balance out. Everything evens out. Like water keeps us alive. There's fish. You can eat the fish. You can go swimming in it. It's beautiful. And then it can fuck you up. Yeah. At the same time, everything has an up and a down. You know, it could ruin your Playboys or it could uh, be a pool party. Yeah. Or give you sustenance for life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Drinking it in the middle of a desert, it saves you. Yeah. You're saving grace or you're falling grace. Yeah, then it can drown you. Yeah, so it's uh, Falling Grace. Oh, that's a good '90s band, Falling Grace. Welcome back. You're listening to Falling Grace on 95.7 The Kill. Damn, that was good. I'm hard. 
Nice. Next up, we have Mark Norman's erect penis on the show. <laughs> he's he's quiet, but uh, he's got one eye. He's got one eye. He's sailing the seven seas and cutting through mashed potatoes left and right. Oh, wouldn't that feel good to cut through mashed potatoes with a boner? Oh, absolutely. Just slide oh. some mashed potatoes back and forth over your ding-dong. Yeah, putting your dick in food is underrated. Yeah, when was the last time you put your dick in food? It's been a minute, but, uh, you know, when I was a kid, all my friends, we would, you know, they'd go pee and you'd be like, oh, let me fuck his taco real quick. And yeah. And he comes back and eats the taco and we all laugh. Yeah, I put uh, some Oreos in my butthole and, wow. uh, and, and tried to put it on a friend's lip once. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> that was the best night of my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to fuck things in my fridge, so I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. But like, you know, they'd go out of town and you were so sexually weird. Welcome back to Fridge Fuck with Mark Norman. <laughs> yeah, and you're so sexually curious and weird that like, I, you know, you'd be, rip open that... Uh, that daisy sour cream and just and then close it right up and go back to the Simpsons. Yeah, you never did that? You know, you'd fuck like a you'd put a cantaloupe in the microwave. I mean, I was more of a cool whip guy. Oh, hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was a little lighter. I like the the sour cream had some density. Man, you know? I, I had a buddy who uh and now this is some ingenuity right here. He hollowed out an apple. Okay. Okay. He took the core out of the apple, so it was just the apple. Uh-huh. And then uh he used that as a fleshlight growing what? up. Yep. Organic. Organic. Flesh. Organic flesh. That, that'll, that doesn't keep the doctor away, ironically. No, but not at all. Apples, just rashes and irritations. Yeah, they're not soft. They're squishy. They're, and also, they're, especially if it's Granny Smith, are you in a granny like yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. G Milf. Yeah. I would have to go with a, uh, a Red Delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if uh, you're exotic, hit that Fuji girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Have a little gala. Oh, yeah. What a, what a, what about a, uh, uh, what's that delicious? The honey crisp? Honey crisp. Is that something? Golden or? delicious. Golden, is, golden, is, golden is delicious golden? is one of them. Okay. But I think honey crisp is another kind of apple. Something crisp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That might be a cereal. Or, or maybe you into boys. Maybe you have a Jonathan apple. Is that an apple? That's an oh, apple. Oh, nice. Yeah, Boy. Yeah. Look at this. We're a couple of fruits. Yeah, we are. We know our produce, bitch. Yeah, yeah we do. All right. Apple a day. That was exciting. And, and good uh, computers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, great computers. That's all I use. I got a, all my apples are like a bunch of women in a house. They're all synced up. You know, I got a, I got my laptop charging my phone, which is charging my headphones, which is charging my asshole. It's all, it's kind of sexy how it's it all, all. It's all a snake yeah. wiring just like in this, uh, this, this forever loop yeah. around my house. Yeah. yeah. The iPad is hooked up to the anal and the queef and the semen. It's, it's, yeah. it's like kind of a, a it's metaphor. the weird, it's the weirdest iCloud you've ever seen. Right. Right. Oh, and it, when it rains, it pours. Oh. Oh, oh man. man, he's a squirter. Hey. <laughs> we're having too much fun. We're doing some mouth queefs. Yeah, we are. All the all the the, the tricky forbidden sounds in the bedroom. Yeah, I love a queef. What's the, what's the worst sound you've heard in the bedroom? Uh, get out or uh, I just woke up. Um, maybe uh, this is the police. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Good band, but no, I I, uh, I see a lady now who I maybe I have a small dong or she's got a huge vag or something, but it's just like right when I pull out, it's like. It's like a, her vag had a bad day. Like, ah. 
Yeah, it, it's crazy, and it's like a wacky, flappy, like those, um, you know, what, what's the thing outside of the used car lot, you know? The those, wacky waivers. Yeah, the waivers. That's what her labia is, wiggling and waggling like that. Uh, it's pretty wild. It looks like, Bar- you know when Barney on The Simpsons burps, and it's like, blah, 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 his lips kind of... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like. When you pull out, you just hear, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this was a big mistake. <laughs> a big mistake. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that last year I broke my arm skateboarding? No. Yeah. Wow. I I know. 30. Are you 30? Yeah, about to be 31. Oh, good for you, man. You're still young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, broke it. Uh, I was. Uh, I never got to a good, great skill level skateboarding, but I've always loved it. Like Since I was a teen, I'd, I'd go with buddies and stuff. And I, I tried to drop in on a ramp that was a little bit too tall for me, mm. and I pancaked Is on the right? cement. I just literally, it went ah. under me, and I just fell really wrong. I, what, you just caught a toe, or how did? It, how come you went straight down? Because I, uh, my foot came off the front of the board. Oh, that's what it is. I didn't, I don't think I committed quite enough to, like, on the bolts, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course, of And course. uh But I committed in the wrong way, where I'm like, no, I'm going to stick it through, rather right. than run it out, and right. I just went... Ah, and it—it it, was it the upper arm, the oh, right femur. Here. What do you call it? The four? Uh, the this forearm area up ah. here, like right below the elbow. Now I've I've snapped ankles, I've I've hurt fingers, but what does an arm break feel like? I'm so curious. Oh man, I uh, it's one of the worst pains I've really? ever been in because I've like uh, such a crazy. The I've bone chipped, is I've broken. I've chipped teeth. I, I've uh, I've cracked my head open. I've yeah. sprained ankles. Same. Uh, same. Uh, but I'd never uh, broken anything before. And uh, I got, at first I was like, uh, like I was going to wait it out. Like I literally sat on some be- some bleachers mm-hmm. and I laid down because uh. I was like, I was like, uh, oh, I think I'm just in pain. Like I'll let this ride out. And I was like, if, if I'm still in pain in 15 minutes, then something's up. Yeah. And uh, I was sweating. I just started sweating wow. profusely, and it just the pain would not go away. And there was like this kind of cholo dude. This like uh, <laughs> he was like trying to diagnose me, uh. like it, it, <laughs> like while I was in pain. He's like, right. he's like, what kind of pain you got, dog? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, I just it, it's, it's it's I can't move. I couldn't move it at all. Like no rotation, and that was like the big sign that like I probably broke it. Like wow. I couldn't, I couldn't turn it at all. Oh. So, so like any, like just bringing it to my chest to get it close to me was so painful because it was like rubbing up against right. like the little fracture or whatever it was. Oh. And, and, and the x-ray came back. It wasn't even like a giant fracture. It was like literally like, like just like a chip out yeah. of, oh, but it was wow. just enough to like really cause a lot of pain. Now I am so fascinated by this now how long does that take to heal and does it feel are you back 100 percent or you i'm feel back weird? i would say i'm probably about 98 percent. it right, was clicking right. for a while and i was Whoa. worried that it was gonna be that way forever but it doesn't click anymore so okay. it feels pretty good all right and i've gotten pretty much my strength back but i've tried to lift weights with it a couple times and i'm gonna have to do some serious like if i ever want to get to a point where i can lift weights i'm gonna have to do some serious like training to wow. get it up because it's I'm just I never lift weights though I'm not sure. a weights guy yeah 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 but, but it's they say it's like a car where you know how you get into a wreck and that door never closes just right yeah is it like that I think maybe a little bit wow. for sure scary. Even though I did physical therapy though too if I uh-huh. wouldn't have done it I don't think I would have full rotation in uh in my arm anymore because 
when I broke it, the farthest I could turn it was this far. Wow. It was like literally a 10 degree turn. Yeah. And then they're like, we need to get you in your rotation where you can do like 120 degrees. Right. And uh, yeah. It's fascinating because you don't, your arm, that's your right arm, dominant. Huh? Yeah. 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 So like, it, even when you get like a herpes on your lip, you're like, man, I never realized how much I use that part of my lip. Right. And then the arm, I can't imagine. That's it, driving, writing, fingering, you name it. Yeah, I got really good at uh, uh, fingering with my left hand. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, you know, some things are <laughs> made to be blessings. Yeah, in college, they <laughs> called me White Claw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the name first. Oh, man. Oh, no, it's White Claw. He back, man. <laughs> Hey guys, this is going to be your last chance for a two free week trial of Monday.com. Guys, this is your last chance for a two free week trial of Monday.com. Free week, two, two trial. A free two week trial of Monday.com. Take advantage of this lifetime opportunity that's once in a while. You can be crazy and for free see Monday.com. For free, you can see how Monday.com can save you crazy amounts of time at work. We use Monday.com here at Jeremiah Wonders for workflow. Isn't that right, Gage? Yeah. It's easy and flexible to set up. <sighs> if you don't want to be a tool, but you need a good tool, go to Monday.com. You're going to be hooked on how to customize workflow so there's not confusing miscommunications going on at work. Because guess what? Time is money, baby, and you don't want to lose that time. So sign up at Monday.com and start creating better workflow for your company. That was pretty good, right? So right now, go to monday.com slash wonder. They're going to give you a free 14-day trial. And this offer is only good another month. So don't wait on this and continue wasting time at work. How many times do I have to tell your ass? Go to monday.com slash wonder. Get a free 14-day trial and make sure you use that exact link. 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 That's monday.com slash wonder. All right, now let's get back to enjoying this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with our pal, Mark Normand. Uh, let's get into uh, this next segment, Fanning Out. Ooh, Dat Fan. <laughs> yeah, it's segments that I, I just asked you questions about Dat Fan. All right, I know everything about them. <laughs> okay, uh, there's a show called Last Comic Standing. Yeah. What place did... Okay. First. Uh, <laughs> um, so this comes from uh, at Nicholas Bogdanoff on Instagram. Are all of your road sex stories real? I've been listening to old episodes of your podcast, and you come off as Wilt Chamberlain of comedy. Mm, well, I uh, I have a lady now, and she hates all these stories, but I was in a relationship for like 12 years. So I got out of it, and it was like Tinder was new, Bumble was new. I mean, I just went ham, and uh, I really cleaned up. Because you know how, this is going to sound bad, but you know how like, even when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, she's pretty, or it's a little flirty with her. And so, I've, you know, you accumulate a bunch of those. And then once you're single, you're like, all right, well, now I'll cash in on all that that I probably could have done. And then and then that, and then plus the road and booze and, and apps. I mean, it was a uh, fish in, a, in an anal. Wow. Yeah, so I cleaned up. But, I, I mean, it was a lot of pigs. It was a lot of uh, <laughs> drunk blackouts where I don't remember much. It was a lot of uh, going to the clinic. So they had it had it's like water. It's I, got its ups and downs. I, I like how uh, how you start with with saying pigs. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not like I was bagging all tens. No, there was a few tens, nines, and ones in there, and those were just the ages. Now, 
But uh, yeah, there was uh, stuff all. It was all over the road. But I don't. I'm not a. I don't. Not one of these guys who needs an eleven. You know, you, some guys are like, I won't touch anything that's less than Christy Brinkley or whatever. Yeah. I like how that's my. That's my. Go to reference. He's yeah. like seventy eight. You're like, old. I don't care if it's prime beef. I'll have these these chitlins yeah, over here. Give me a cold cut give every a, now and then. Give yeah. me a bologna. Yeah. And then every now and then you want a little Oscar Mayer. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a dick, <laughs> a wiener. Put it in my bun. Sure. Yeah. Um. This one comes from. Uh. This is just funny to me. At Colbra underscore. On Instagram, how can Tower 7 free fall on its own footprint without being a controlled demolition? Mm. That's not so specific a Mark Norman question, but I enjoy that uh, there's 9-11 conspiracy uh, theorists. Or, I like that. Or or people, who knows? It could be a fact. Who knows? I like the conspiracy because they, I don't give a shit about anything. And mm-hmm. then they're like obsessed with the moon landing and 9-11 and all that. I'm like, I wish I cared about anything as much as you care about the moon landing. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? That's crazy. Go go get a hobby and hug a child and, you know, rub one out. There's so much internet porn and you're worried about fucking Glenn, what is it, Buzz Aldrin? Yeah. Is that his name? Buzz? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, right? Oh, yeah, Lightyear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah he, he landed on the moon, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Up, yeah. up and up, away or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. To, to infinity and beyond. That's it. Yeah. Hey, look at you knowing the Pixar. Hey, man. <laughs> I love Pixar. Yeah. Big Pixar guy. Yes. Uh, Bats McQueen. What's the funniest thing you've put in your mouth? Jesus, hey, chanel. Uh, well, I ate a girl's anal in uh, Wisconsin years ago. Was it I, the gland or the full anal? Uh, the the hole, mm-hmm. the the rectum. What okay. do you call it? The uh, the sprocket, en- the entrance. Yeah, yeah, the outlet, the alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I guess uh, I used to lick batteries as a kid. Um, <laughs> I, I ate a uh, paperclip once and had to go to the hospital. That's like your comedian origin story is you licked batteries as yeah, a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the montage footage of you training to be a com- comedian is putting paperclips and licking batteries right, in your mouth. Right, I got to get stronger. <laughs> but yeah, I, I ate a paperclip on accident and it it was like un, undone. Like if somebody had spooled it out. Oh, and no. It landed in my food and I ate it. And I had a, You could see in the x-ray, it was just like... And uh, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't swallow. It was fucking me up, so I had to get that removed. Um, How did they remove? Did they just go through with, They like, just got that little doohickey. I, they knocked me uh, out and put it in and just, yik, and then yanked it out. And I was had a little tearing, but it was, it was I was fine in a couple of days. Wow. I've been to the hospital quite a bit. I, I'm a nuisance to my folks, I'm sure. Well, was that one of your weirdest injuries you've had was the paperclip i got a stranger one i tore my sack in college jumping a fence what yeah true story this is a fun story so i was at a bar a party like blackout drunk and i was making out with this gal on a couch and these three guys or four guys come up and go that's my girl i'm like well she's making out with me you know go slap her around the alleyway and they can't (laughs) hit her so they they're like let's go outside and i was so drunk i was like all right let's do it and then I get out there, and they're like, Ricky, Dom, Bob, Jim, Matt. And like I, I, all of a sudden, he's got eight guys in polo shirts. And I'm standing there like, oh, shit. So I go, bring it on, dickless. And I see a fence, and I just jump it right next to me. And I swing one leg over, and I couldn't get the other one, and I just straddled it. And it was spikes oh, on top. It was God. a wrought iron black fence. And I just slowly leaned over and then I was hanging on the other side of the fence by my pants uh, and they're all laughing and they're loving it and I was so embarrassed and eventually the pants ripped and I hit the ground it was like out of a cartoon <laughs> and I ran home you know with my asshole between my legs and uh 
fell asleep, woke up to my alarm going off at like seven in the morning because I had work. So I was like, ah, I was so drunk and hungover and everything. I put my work uniform on. I was a waiter. I get to work and I you start sobering up and you're like, man, my balls are killing me. What the hell? And it was like a stinging pain, not like kicked in the ball pain. Yeah. So I look in the mirror in the bathroom where I look downtown and I I just had a sack with a huge tear in it. There was a piece of skin flung off. The skin was black because it was uh, dead. Oh. And I could see inside my bag. It was horrific. So I went up to my uh boss or manager who was like a nom vet i remember his name was mr dave and i was like mr dave you gotta let me go to the hospital he's like ah oh, no you're not i know you're drunk you're not pulling that bullshit anymore and i go come see this and i show him the balls and he goes get the fuck out of here so i ran to the <laughs> hospital i fell asleep in the in the waiting room and uh they, they brought me in they were like wow if you would have waited like a couple more hours you would have lost a ball oh. and they sewed they sewed it up in front of me they injected it with novocaine sewed it up in front of my eyes and then, of course, the hot nurse lady comes in to put Neosporin on it. And I'm like, you know, I got an acorn sitting in a, in a pube patch and a giant mushy ball bag that's spread out onto the floor like a goddamn, uh, you know, hot gum. And, uh, yeah, it was a bad experience. I had to wear a jockstrap for a month. Wow. Yeah, brutal, man. I think Mr. Dave is actually calling in right now. Oh, I think please. he wants to reminisce about uh, the vision that he saw that day. Yeah, he was a scary guy. This is Mark Norman. That's that's it. He has a mustache. Yeah, this is Mark Norman. This is he. This is Mr. Dave here. Oh, Dave, sorry. I'm, I'm going to make it up to you. I missed work, but I think I had a pretty good reason. Listen, the sight that I saw that day inside of another man yes. is the scariest shit I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. This is worse than Charlie. I mean, it's, this is terrifying. It's damn worse than Charlie. I saw a lot of shit over there. Yeah. This but is... you showing me your weight of balls and going to the hospital was the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my life. Even more scary than that rice patty where you got shot at by those crazy uh, Vietnam, Viet Cong? Oh, yes. Absolutely. I've been shot at. I've had limbs almost blown off of my body. But looking at Mark Norman's flailing ball sack right before... He returned to work was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And I, every night before I go to sleep, I see your nutsack. Oh, you and me both, sister. I, I have to look at it all the time. I just sometimes will just stroke them, but I still got the scar there, Mr. Dave. And do women find that attractive, or do you try to grow out your, pu- your pubic hair over it? I try to get the pubic. My ball sack looks like Seal's face. Do you, have, do, you do like a comb over <laughs> with your pubes over the scar? <laughs> I should, but they're so damn curly, they won't go over. They're, they're very right wing. They won't go to the left. Ah, I understand that. Yeah. I, but I just had to tell you that I've been cursed with seeing the vision of your ball sack for all these years. I'm sorry you had to see that, Mr. Dave, but uh, hey, you were, you've you seen it all. You you know what you're doing. You're a tough guy. Thank you. Yeah, you'll be fine. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I mean, he really had to get that off his chest that he it's been haunting his dreams, man. I believe it. I mean, it was a sight to see. Uh, dude, I mean, just the way you painted it visually, I was like, ooh. Yeah, This yeah. is another guy with balls. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm so lucky I didn't just rupture something or cut, you know, my innards or whatever. It just tore the actual sack. But the sack is so tough. You know, you really get a feel of your ball. It's like elbow skin. You know, it's thick and yeah. gooey. yeah. It reminded me of whenever you're painting that picture. You know the uh, sometimes on those old school doors where when the people want to look at you uh, outside of their door without fully opening the whole door, they'll open that little window 
oh, section yeah. of the door. That's what it reminded me oh, of. That's is that good. that little window was opening up and you saw like the inside I saw of your soul. testicles and, yeah. and your soul and there's just like it's like the men in black scene <laughs> where that little guy is controlling it. Yeah. It's like a little little Mark Norman in there. Yeah, yeah. It was like pulp fiction. I looked in, it was it was glowing. You know, like the briefcase. But yeah, that's that's good. It was just like that. It was wild, wild in there. It was just worms and wiggles and s- veins. Oh, yeah. I'm lucky. I it's weird because the ball sack. You think if it opened, it would just pour out with blood. But you could. Well, that that's what I was thinking. I was like, did you wake up with like blood stains all over your? Not really. No. I mean, there was initial blood from the tear. Right. But nothing was gushing out. Oh my goodness! I think the balls—they—they they know what they're doing there. That was a good invention. They—they <laughs> tidied that up. You—you—you you, you cut your balls open and then just semen pours out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a like a puddle. Oh, it's so gross. That's funny. Oh, all right. Good times. Good times. Um, Euro twenty three. Hey, Mark, have you ever had any adverse side effects from the massive amounts of chipotle you've consumed over the years? I eat it three, four times a week. I had it yesterday. I mean, it's guac and chicken and rice and veggie. But I got to tell you, I think Chipotle, if you really get down to the brass queef, it's not, I don't think it's that bad for you. I know it's fast food and it's a chain and all that. And it's better for you than probably a lot of other things. Yeah, like, I mean, it's brown rice. Okay, we're all right there. Mm -hmm. Chicken, not bad. Yeah. Uh, Pico de gallo, two salsas, and guac and corn. That's it. Yeah, I don't fuck with sour cream. I don't put cheese on it. Uh, oh, then that's a pretty healthy version of. Basically, that's rice. probably the most healthy thing you can get there. It's rice, chicken, and vegetables, yeah. basically. Yeah, but okay. people give me shit all the time. Well, y- you post a lot about it too, right? I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping to get the black card, African American card, from them. <laughs> Apparently, Jezelnet got one. Mulaney got one, but they, I think we, I say too many horrible things. And those, well, those guys say some pretty out there stuff too. Well, I guess, but in right. a different way. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I guess I'm. I don't know. I, and I'm not famous, you know. Uh, not yet. All right. No, you're you're on the you're burgeoning, my friend. Not it's exciting. To, it's exciting to see everything that's going on with you, oh, dude. Thanks, you've done, man. Dude, I uh just a uh I, I've seen most of your late night sets. It's really cool. I was at actually years ago. I don't know if you remember this. Mm. I was at your Conan taping. What? Which one? Yeah, I went with Barry Sobel to oh, your uh, your Conan tape. Right? I was there that that was years ago. He kind of, uh, I mean, Sobel's a kook, but he's he's a nice guy, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, and you can hear him if you watch that clip. Oh, he's dying, dying, and he's, clapping, and his yeah. laugh is very pronounced and specific. So yeah, that's a funny thing to go back to. Yeah, I didn't know you were there. No, that was uh, it was before. We uh, really knew each other. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, well, that was 2013. So you must have been like, what, 11? <laughs> no, 2019, I would have been. 13. Uh, uh, 2013, sorry. 2013, I would have been out in LA, already been out here like four years. Okay, but you were, yeah. what, 25? But, uh, but like only a few years into stand up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would have been, uh, yeah, man, I would have been 23. Wow, is yeah. that right? Just yeah, twenty three. Publis Jer. Yeah, so that that was uh, cause he he hit me up. He's like, you want to go to uh my buddy's uh late night set taping? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's TV. Yeah, Fuck it. and uh, and then is it's just so funny how the business works out. Like right. I got to know you like way later on after that. But right. I, but that you are the first late night taping I've ever attended. Hey, I'll take it. It it's that's the cool thing about comedy is it's so much less pretentious than every other art form. Yeah. Even though I'm using the word art form, which is pretentious. But you know, like like some bar guitar guy who just plays bar songs. Yeah. He'll never meet Mick Jagger. 
you know? Right. But us, guys like us who will do clubs and a little touring here and there, could meet Seinfeld. You know, like he's the Mick Jagger or Kevin Hart or, you know, whoever the hell is huge. Bill Burr, and we could we could work with them very conceivably. Yeah, you know it's not that crazy. But to meet Paul McCartney as a bar drummer or something, you know, probably not going to happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny. Also, just uh, just association with like these different comics and stuff. Like we, you know, we we've bu- uh, both done shows with like you know you've worked with like Amy Schumer and and different big comics like that. Mm-hmm. Where friends back home sometimes think because you're associated that you have the same paycheck level. <laughs> Course, Where it's like, course. no, it's not like that. I'm like, I happen to be on the same show that they are. Yeah. They're also gracing exactly. the, pr- the show with their presence. Exactly. With. Yeah. They're probably working out new shit. Yeah. Or something. And we're I, like, we're doing our like, <laughs> like Titus. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It's always interesting. Like whenever, like I had a friend who hit me up out of the blue. I went to high school with. He's like, uh, seems like things are going pretty well. I want to see if uh, you'd like to invest in my company. Nah. And I'm like. Dude, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, it's not like that for me at yeah, all. Like I'm I, starving. <laughs> it's true. You're right. It's uh, the ignorance around comedy. I, I I don't get upset at it. I find it humorous, but it's funny how it's so. Uh, hey, oh, you're you're doing. Com- you should do. Uh, you should do Fallon. You're oh like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to. You should do. Why don't you do Netflix? Like, oh, you know, maybe the fact that. I can't just put something on there. They gotta pick you, you cunt. What are you crazy? We would all wouldn't every single comic have a special then? Yeah. It's so silly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, this one is an interesting question. At Epic Good, um, they asked, Are you really as sad and depressed as you hinted <laughs> to numerous times on JRE because you're awesome and you're loved? Oh, well, you know, the 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 wiring and the core, I feel like you can't really fuck with it. So I'm not I'm not depressed. I'm very grateful for my life, and I I'm very uh, uh, aware of what I get to do and all that crap. But like, yeah, I got a string. I got like a ribbon. You know, they have like ice cream with like a caramel ribbon. Yeah, going through. I got a ribbon of sad and depressed and insecure and all that. But I, I've managed it. I'm 35 years old, so I know how to kind of do my levels pretty good. And I drink too much, and that adds to the sadness. So I. I got to cut back on that and I'm getting older. But uh yeah, it's always going to be there, you know, like you know you see David Tell, who to me is like one of the most brilliant savant level comedic guys, just a great comedy brain and he's always like I'm a hack, I suck and people are like how could he I used to grow up thinking like how could he hate himself? He's so funny, he's so genius and clever and then I now I get it. You know, it's just it's always there. You know, it's like supermodels. These beautiful women who are like I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm gay and all that and you're like what are you kidding? You're, you're, how could you say that? You're in a photo shoot right, right now in Milan. Right. You know, you're, you're a zillionaire. But I get it. It's just, if it's in you, it's in you. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That, that's actually uh, Gatorade and Depression's uh, slogan, is it in you? Is it in you? Yeah. <laughs> and Epstein's uh, favorite sentence. <laughs> is it in you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, this, uh, this one comes from... Uh, I, people also do suggestions for for different scenes or characters sometimes and uh this is uh this is from matt dot has uh wants us to do valet drivers who find a human hand in the glove box what's that mean they want us to to, to act out what we would oh, do if, oh. if we were a couple of valet drivers who find a human hand in the uh the glove box oh wow all right all right should well, we take a crack at it yeah i don't speak spanish <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but uh i'll try i'll i'll, I'll go I'll go Dr. Cholo here. Okay. All right. But why are there two valets in a car? 
I don't know. Wouldn't it? Well, we'll just go with it. Maybe I'm teaching. You're a new guy. Yeah. And I'm showing you. I love it. How to how to do the job. Okay. Hey man, uh, you you sit in shotgun and uh, watch what I do, bitch. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. All right, sounds good. Oh wait, we're ourselves? No, no, no. But oh, okay. I, well, I was gonna be you. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> this great. is this is Mark Norman as a valet driver on his first day with uh, a, another valet driver. Okay, okay. All right, let me start from the top because I can't do the accent. Okay, I'll go. I'll go uh, British because for some reason people don't find that. That's not considered racist. Isn't that weird? Right. All right. All right. Um, right, though, governor. All right. There you are. You sit there. I'll show you the ropes, you piece of garbage. Now, listen up. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All righty. I'm going to drive this stick shift down the, the Mahalan Drive here, and this is where we park the cars. Uh, take a look at that glove box. Maybe there's some porn or jizz or uh, money in there. Yeah, you never know. Let me check real quick. All right. Give it a gander. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a human hand. Holy hell. Whoa. That's a new one. Well, who is this guy? Uh, some kind of uh, son of Sam? I don't, I, I don't know. What do we do with it? Uh, I'd say, is, is there a ring on it? Is he married? Yeah. It's a wedding band. It's a, do you, should, should I take it off? I don't know. I don't know. Then you get, you get your prints on it. Maybe we should read his palm. <laughs> Maybe we should take it into the to the, the precinct. Uh, let let. Actually, I, I I know a psychic right down the street. Let's take it to her real quick. Oh, that's a good idea. All right, all right. First, give me a hand job with it, will you? Uh, sure. Yeah. Right. Wait, uh, it's it's a man's hand. Ah, I've always wanted to know what's that. that all right, or grip? what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Give me that kung fu grip. All baby. right, let me close it around there and uh, okay oh. and yep yeah oh no. You came all over the, the, the hand. What oh, do we do now? Oh, Should we still shit. take it to get a reading? No, no. Now our DNA's on it. Just toss it out the window. It'll roll down the hill. Okay, I guess we'll toss it. Oh, thank God. All right, well, that's going to be a weird find because oh. now my jizz is on it, your fingerprint, and his hand. Yeah, how did how do all these add up? I don't know. It's going to be quite a, a forensic, forensic files, files episode. episode. Hey, good synchronous. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Well Pretty good. See, it's fun to talk like that. <laughs> it is fun to talk like Mark Norman. Uh-huh. It's a good one. You know, I grew up in a uh, predominantly black neighborhood. No, no, I, <laughs> one thing about you, I feel like it always sounds like you're doing asides. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just yeah, the way yeah. you talk. Like, like, I don't know how to tell you this, but we're best friends. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you know, people get so weird about racial stuff. But yeah, yeah. Uh, people always say, in New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Treme, which is a tough little hood. And people always say, if you grew up in a black neighborhood, why do you sound like that? And I think it's because I went the other way. Like most white kids from the suburbs talk black. Tried to adapt, yeah, like, and and start sounding a little bit more like changing their colloquialisms and everything yeah. to fit the neighborhood. And you're like, hey, no, this is how I talk. Yeah, well, yeah, because I didn't want to sound black because right. I'm not black, but. Because I was steeped in blackness, whereas a suburb kid in a gated community has mm-hmm. zero black, so I think he overcompensates. So he's trying too hard. With the wiggerness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for me, it was just like, all right, I don't want to—I I got enough black already around me. That sounds bad, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so I, why would I talk black? Right, yeah, why, why try to be something that I'm not whenever I'm already friends with this community right, or, or yeah. whatever? 
Also, all Indian guys I know are going black. Have you noticed that? No. They're all all my Indian. Are they talking a little bit like, talking like urban and street? Really? Yeah. Which I'm like, hey, when did this happen? Yeah. I've well, grown up with them, and they well, were Indian. It also it happens with uh, the Asians out here, like in Orange County and stuff like that, and different neighborhoods. They talk like they'll try to talk with like some kind of like hood kind yeah. of like accent. Oh, come on, you're Asian. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> You got to you got to st- you're stuck with that Asian there. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I just got back my ancestry.com results and it says you're Asian deal with it. What is yeah. What is going on here? Well, hey, you know, you'll have a good test score, but you might not get into UCLA. <laughs> poor Asians, huh? They're so smart and they get screwed. Crazy <laughs> poor Asians. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a new film coming out from Lionsgate. That changes everything. Then it's like a hobo who's like you know, deranged and Asian, <laughs> but it sucks. They're so smart that they, they're pushing them out of college. Uh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but you think black people ever sit back and go, man, everybody wants to be us. It's fucking cool. It's a weird dichotomy. I don't even know what that word means, but black people are like marginalized and racial prejudice, whatever. And yet people want to act like them. You know, it's a weird, like if you were an alien, you'd be like, okay, so these people have it hard. And yet, everybody's acting like them, yeah, and stealing their clothing and, and so. Do you vernacular. think? Do you think that in twenty to fifty years from now, that white people are going to start acting like Hispanics or mm. more like gay people? Because people are saying, people are saying right now that that like a lot like gay people, and I feel like uh, Hispanic people, like with the stuff that's going on with like the potential wall and everything that's happening. It is they're saying that this is their time right now of like going through like anguish. They uh, they're comparing themselves to black people. Oh really? Yeah, I've that's what I, I've heard. Where, where the, I get the Hispanic with the wall, but where's the gay come in? The gay came in with uh, like when they couldn't get married, so that's already like right, happened. Right. But uh, that was like uh, it's more trans right now. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Trans like that big. community. Like they, they're saying that, that they're going through their anguish right now right. in history. Uh, well, so can you compare that to slavery though? I mean, that seems like a big uh, nugget. Big jump. Big jump. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Look, they're they're uh, they got it tough with the trans. But, but my question is, are white people going to start acting like trying to replicate? the 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 trans and the hispanic culture like in 20 years from right. now like because we're appropriating their culture yeah if, yeah if, if they're i'm just spitballing it's interesting. well it, it seems like whatever group is the most oppressed gets the most uh mimicked yeah you know? and so it makes you wonder were native americans you know, back in the day, were white guys acting like Native Americans? Yeah, were they putting like a little feather? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's where the feather in the hat comes from. Ah, in the fedora. Whoa, I like it. Yeah, I, I love stuff like this. Right? Yeah, I mean, who knows if we're? I mean, we hey, could, it could it could be complete BS, but it's one of those things where it's fun you know, to think that, about. Yes, yeah, when I was a kid, I had moccasins. Yeah, I did too. That's all. Uh, you know, ooh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So there Definitely. you go. Yeah. Huh? Huh? I like it. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Oh, there you go. By the way, what happened there with the with the Redskins? We just that's the biggest outrage, the title of the team, and then nobody cares anymore. Yeah, like I don't get it. Do we still care? Or do we not care? I don't know. S- consistency. <laughs> Stick to something, people. Uh, let's get. Uh, we got. Uh, let's go into this next segment, the kindness challenge. Ooh. All right, so uh, every week I ask the listeners as well as myself, I challenge them to do something nice for somebody out of the kindness of their heart. It can be something really small. It can be something big. It can be somebody that they know or it could be a complete stranger. And I challenge them to do something nice for them. Uh, just 
anything basically to contribute something positive to society. And okay. they um, they send in their letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com, which I encourage you to do the same. And I read them on the show in a, in a voice that I, I, I wonder what they might sound like. And then uh, we uh, we kind of talk about it. Great. Um, and then see if, uh, if we've done anything maybe nice for somebody uh, recently that we can recall. So this one comes from a guy named Mitchell. Uh, I don't have many tips to what his voice sounds like. He didn't tell me where he's from or anything. So um, just based off of reading this, uh, here's the voice that... Uh, <laughs> I'm deciding to do. <clears throat> all right, all right. Now, what do I do here? Sorry. You're just going to listen to this story, and, okay. and we're going to analyze it here in a second. Okay, it's great. A, it's a quick letter. Hey, Jeremiah. I recently did a very small act that saved an elderly lady several thousands of dollars of damage to her vehicle. Mm. While driving down the road, I noticed the vehicle behind me had an open hood, not fully open, but popped and sitting on the safety latch. I knew these safety latches aren't perfect and easily fail. We approached a traffic light and it turned out yellow just as I approached it and I was able to stop at it. I immediately got out and walked back to the elderly lady with a handicap placard in her window. She was rolling her window down with a panicked look on her face. I motioned and said, your hood is open. I then pushed it down, <laughs> latching it and walked back to my vehicle. It may not seem like much, but had she gotten on the interstate like this, there's no doubt in my mind her hood could have blown up, smashing the windshield mm. and possibly causing an accident that killed her. Yeah, all right, hero. <laughs> I mean, this guy likes himself more than anyone else likes him, but uh, <laughs> good for him. He saved an old bag. That's good news. It's very intense. It's a ver The way he wrote it is yeah, very intense. It is, but can I just say this about those things? It's a bummer when you save the day <laughs> preemptively because you get no credit. Like, everybody goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, good for you. But if we could see what would have happened and this old lady would have died a fiery death, and then you get to see that this guy saved it, it's so much better. It's so much more gratifying than when you go, yeah, I actually saved the day, but you'll never know it. Right. You know, you like almost you almost showing them the future footage of what, what yes. would happen and and then right. <laughs> watching the hood. Exactly. You get we don't we don't um think about that enough. Like that he saved the day maybe yeah. or maybe not, but we'll we'll never know it and he gets no credit for actually being a hero, but if you actually sh save a lady in like a, in the middle of a knife fight, then you're a hero. But this guy's as much of a hero, but you just you, you know, you didn't see the outcome, so you get no love. Yeah. Um I uh uh, have you done anything uh, recently that would qualify as like a kindness challenge that you would be like, oh yeah, that that uh, I did something nice for uh, a pal or maybe a stranger or something like that? Uh, yeah, I, I I mean this is stupid, but uh, a friend of mine, I'm trying to help him out in the business, and mm -hmm. so I've been having him open for me, and so you know I'm not that I'm not the richest guy in in the in the birdhouse, but he's like. I tried to get him out to a club, and they were like, yeah, you can have them, but we don't have anywhere to put them. And I said, well, hey, do you have any friends in this town? He goes, no. And I go, does the club have a condo? They said, no. So I just got him a hotel. And, you know, that kind of eats – hotels eat a big uh, of chunk. Of course. So uh, he was very grateful. Hey, you know, that's that's nothing, but that was like two days ago. That's the only no. thing I can think of. No, that's super nice. Try. I mean, any, anything that cuts into, you know – like your actual weekend, that's a right. big, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, because the whole point of the weekend is to make money. I know, and then you lose the money. But yeah, yeah, the, he's a good egg, and you know, it, I know how much that means to him. People have helped me so much financially that like that's what I think is really cool about just like the comic mentality and nature is it's truly like 
everybody's trying to climb this invisible ladder together. Mm-hmm. But yeah. once you get to a certain point, you remember how many other bigger comics helped you climb rungs oh, yeah. before you. So you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta keep this Ex- going. You gotta keep it going. Thing. Yeah, totally. And uh, I used to do a thing back when you're broke. You're so stingy. I was such a chiseler. And they're like, you know, when somebody's house burns down on Facebook, they're like, my oh, I lost everything I own. Here's a GoFundMe I've created. I used to go. Eh, I don't have any money. I mean, that's a bummer or whatever. But like now I just go give them, give them a couple hundred bucks. I just do it immediately and don't even think about it. And then you don't really notice it, but just do it right away. Don't sit there and go, well, how much money do I have? Just give them a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, and then move on. Just yeah. do it quick. Yeah. So like we had a friend who got really hurt. So I just gave him a ton of money right away. Or, or like, hey, this... The tsunami happened. Just just donate it. And yeah. And move on with your life. That's what I try to try try to do if I have a little bit of extra money around. I'm just like, I can maybe spare like at least twenty or fifty bucks. Yeah, that that helps. And and I hate all these douches who just tweet all day like the world is evil. We need to stop this and stop that. Like, go do it. Yeah. Just send money and stop telling us how great you are. Treat, how- it, like, treat it like a parking ticket. Out of like like just if you just get, pay the parking ticket right away, then it's not as much of a sting right. as like looking at your bank account and being like, oh, I have no money in my bank right. account, and this is like a hundred dollar ticket or something. That was a big lesson when I when I first started driving my dad's car. He got a parking ticket because of me, and he was like, well, it's twenty five bucks. If you don't pay it by this time, it's fifty. And I went, yeah, yeah, I got it. And then you know, lo and behold, I didn't pay it. Now it's fifty. So I'm like, I just law, lo- I just doubled my money loss. Because I was an idiot. Yeah. So uh, that stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to close out the show with this final segment called Sax Talk. Ooh. Sax on the sax beach. Sax Fifth Avenue. Sax. Sax it up. There you go. <laughs> Sexual offender. Oh. Oh. Yes. So uh, basically, I prep Mark before the show. He's going to share a story of a sexual encounter while I play some sweet, sweet saxophone underneath. And whenever you're ready, I will follow you along with this sax. So do you have a story that you're ready to tell? Sax sells. Uh, yeah, I got one. Sax sells. All right, here we go. Ooh, I got to pee. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right. I'll give you the quick version. Uh, when I was in high school... Uh, we had uh, we had the day off for some reason on a Monday, so it's Sunday night. And me and my friend said, "Well, what should we do?" So we just drove around New Orleans, popping into any any bar we could. I was probably like sixteen, seventeen, and some bars they're so shitty and divey they wouldn't card you. So we go in and we we're drunk and we see this girl and she's really pretty, but she's like twenty five. We're sixteen or seventeen, and we try to hit on her, and she's like, "Get away from me!" And her mom was there. This is how white trash it was. <laughs> Her mom was sitting at the bar, so the mom struck up a conversation. She's like, hey, she won't talk to you, but I will. And then the mom goes, I got this new car. You guys want to try it out with me? So we go, So we're in the car, and I'm in the back seat. It's like a Mustang convertible. And I go, hey, my friend's got a huge dong. She goes, let's see it. She starts jerking him off in the front seat. And she goes, hey, I I own a salon. You guys want to come to my salon? So we go to her salon. She starts cutting our hair and blowing us. We're in the makeup or the chair, the haircut seat. I'm getting a haircut. She, she'll, she'll cut and blow, cut and blow. And uh, then she started crying about how her husband never bangs her. And 
We had a couple glasses. You had some Franzia at the salon, I remember. <laughs> so I'm 17. I got a lopsided haircut and a boner, and uh, we banged in her salon all night. And uh, yeah, then I, this is pre-Uber and everything, so we got the hell out of there after that. But uh, we had a great night with this, uh, this hair lady. Thank you, and that's it. I, I still get a, a heart on every time I'm at Supercuts. Here, here. That was good. Boy, you can really... The sax is underrated. Right? Yeah, it's so sexy and, and throaty. Yeah, man. It's been associated with, with uh, porn and, you know, sex scenes, but it's a good instrument. It's a fun one. Yeah. And that was... Uh... That's a great. That's a great story. Having having literally hair that's like like still big on one side and 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 like short on the other. You're like, but I'm but I'm getting blown, so it's, I guess it's all right. Yeah, yeah. And it was she was an adult, so it was like the whole thing was insane. She had her own business with with a fridge. And you said you're 17, 17, 16. We were young, man. Oh, yeah. New Orleans, crazy place. Statutory. Oh, completely. That's so cool, man. <laughs> Nobody cares about the guy getting <laughs> yeah. statue. But he's like, that's so cool, man. You and you got a haircut and a haircut, and she let she gave us some products too. Like here's some gel and all that shit. It was like a great visit. <laughs> here's some coupons to come back and see me. Yeah, yeah. I hope she's I'll, doing all right. I'll, to I'll toss your salad the next time you come in. Yeah, why not? I'll bring the ranch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring the ranch, uh, dude. Thank you so much for Thanks. coming in and making the time uh, to. To, to drop by um, visiting from New York and yeah. you're here in LA only for a short time so I really appreciate it buddy thank you. when does this drop this will drop in a, a couple weeks so do you have anything to, to plug or anything that will be uh, uh, for the month of uh, October okay just I'm all over the road just listen to my podcast Tuesdays with stories with we'd Joe have list yeah we'd have you on but we don't have guests every yeah, time I, we have a guest I, they I, yell at us yeah yeah I, I, I hit up uh, <laughs> I hit you up when uh, I was releasing my album I was like I was like I don't know if you guys have guests or not but and you're like eh, it's kind of, we don't really yeah, and, just yeah. for the live episode. So if you're in town for a live up, we'd love to have you. But <laughs> yeah, Mark, and, oops, and Mark you've been on uh, you've been on Kill Tony uh, when this airs. You will have been on Kill Tony a couple times couple now. Times. And uh, dude, we show. love having you on as a oh, guest. I'm excited about Monday. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. The main room, baby. Yeah. Uh, so check out um, Mark. Uh, all of his late night sets, I highly yeah. implore you if you uh, are just a fan of comedy or if you are a comedian and you want to see how a good late night set is done, check him out on Conan or Fallon and everything else. And Oh, did you just did did that give come a little, through? I don't know if the two damn, came through. Damn. All so right. close. That was a good one. Shit. Oh, man. I missed the mic with my asshole. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you kind of overshot it a little bit. Ooh, well, Jesus uh, H. Well, Mark's, uh, Mark's farting to close out the episode. I got a piss. He's Great got a piss. <laughs>